Welcome to the Proclaim podcast, where we sit down with missionary disciples and talk all things around sharing Jesus with others. So we're back with the Proclaim podcast, and we're going to have a discussion around a particular aspect of culture within our parishes, within the Catholic context, and we're going to tackle uh, the the area of hospitality. Mm. Uh, Hospitality is a word that we hear often in our communities, and we know that it's important as part of uh, evangelization and invitation and relational trust and and all of the things that uh, that proclaim is inspiring as we get disciples invite disciples to proclaim Jesus. But uh, when it comes to the culture of hospitality, there are some challenges that we face. Yeah, there are, and I'm sure you have a lot to say about this. So why don't you just keep going? <laughs> <laughs> well. Sometimes I think that when we talk about something like hospitality, we have an idea of uh, the the effectiveness that it can take within the context of a parish, but our, our implementation and our understanding of where we are um, and where we want to be can be a little bit gray. Yeah. So um, this is just a fictitious example. You yeah. know, you have a, a body of people in our parish they have their intentions are right. They want to grow a culture of hospitality, and uh, what they implement is a banner that says, "All are welcome." <laughs> is that fall short? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, <laughs> I mean, if 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 we think that that's going to change the culture of hospitality in our parish, then I think we're we're a little bit, right. um, yeah, we're falling short, right? Quite like a lot. Yeah. Give uh, some other examples of efforts that we try under the banner of hospitality um, that may be a little uh, anemic. <laughs> sure. Well, I think of some of the activities, and this is pre-COVID sure. pandemic yeah. spaces where we might host an event. Yeah. Or, so imagine we, places are full. Exactly. No right. COVID. Yeah. There's no issues yeah. like uh, events where, you know, we would uh, cloak them with the the name evangelization or, you know, this is our outreach effort. And so, you know, we say, look, this has to be like, this has to have like high hospitality and all that. And so we put together, let's say a meal, right? Alpha could be one of those places where we create uh, an evangelistic effort. And then we begin to, to say, let's, let's create this with a culture of hospitality. And so a new person shows up and no one greets them. Yeah. Or, all the regulars come and they gather uh, amongst themselves. Clicks. Or, uh, and this might be a, a, a sort of a common experience. Um, you know, you go to a larger parish event, you look around, you see familiar faces, but you don't know anyone's name. Right. So uh, hospitality, I think, uh, invites us to go to the person we do not know or mm. to someone who is in the community, in the event, in the dinner, and wherever we're at, and to extend a loving hand, yeah. to invite them to find a seat, or what's your name, or yeah. you know how long have you been part of this community, or I'm so glad you're here, yeah. and uh, those sometimes fall short when uh, when we're trying to quote unquote strategize around building a culture of yeah. hospitality. Oh yeah, the yeah. one one that. Uh, comes to mind this is kind of laughing one but the the culture of our coffee generally speaking is deplorable (laughs) that sounds really bad but think about it i mean if the environment that we're trying to create is that 
you know, places of welcome and all that are like living rooms and you want people to feel welcome and invited and all that, then coffee does matter. It actually really does matter. Now, you guys in your parish, you get this. You have holy grounds. Holy grounds. Holy grounds. Yeah. little shout out for holy grounds. But it's those small little places of paying attention to the detail that actually matter. You know, and it has to be an expression of the heart, right? So, because the worst thing you can do is speak a language of hospitality and not not be hospitable because it's just, it's, yeah, it's double darkness. It's not good. Mm -hmm. We're going to get right back to the hospitality piece, Brett, but I actually just want to put in a little bit of a a disclaimer here. We're not just complaining about the things that we're observing or, you know, the deficiencies that we might see within our parishes. Um, And I know you know this. Uh, We're talking about this because in Proclaim, we want all of our members to own the responsibility of changing our culture, Yeah. uh, to recognize our own personal uh, call to um, to being the change that we desire to see. Yeah. And so when we're talking about some of these things that we're experiencing within uh, within the culture of, of parishes and within our Catholic context, we're doing it because we want the very best yeah. for our Catholic communities. Yeah. And we want to put our very best foot forward. And in a previous podcast, we talked about how important it is to build relational trust. And so if we want to talk about hospitality, then we have to start living it. And in order for us to live it, we have to know and identify the problem or the gaps in order to respond to those specific gaps so that we're not just kind of, you know, putting a a, a nice statement on paper and saying, look, we're going to we're going to become a a community of hospitality, but not really know where we're missing, missing the mark. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, I'll I'll take it a step more. Like not only are we um, not identifying or complaining about something that we're almost like distant, like I have participated in the very things that we're talking about. So I, I even, uh, I remember this is back when we were in Saskatoon, but there was an event and I did the, the thing to create hospitality, right? When you're emceeing an event, turn to your neighbor and say, hi, how are you? And find out where they're from. And, and so there's that awkward, you know, nervous laughter and all the rest of it. And then somebody came up to me afterwards and realized and said, do you realize that you just traumatized 50% of the population that are introverts? <laughs> and it's like, oh, so my desired intent was not that, but it's like, that's what can happen sometimes. So obviously there's goodwill in all of these things that maybe are falling short or are not exactly hospitable, but anyway, so very guilty of all these things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Within our Catholic communities, we have many who are uh, part of our communities that uh, may not have encountered Jesus personally. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what we talk about and proclaim our proximate periphery, those who are close to us but far from Jesus, yeah. they could be closer to us than we think. Right. And if uh, And if we're not spending the time to grow hospitality where we're extending a hand we're inviting we're we're willing to sit down and and give the very best of ourselves and conversations to another mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to or when we're starting when when we want to begin conversations to to find out where people are at um, we might not ever get there we might not get to the point where we'll have a meaningful conversation to help someone know where they're at in trust and in love and in a safe place so as to invite them into uh, rediscovering their faith, their relationship with God, or encountering it for the very first time. Mm. So hospitality is 
so important for our front door experience in parishes and in our communities. And I mean, in our homes too, we want to extend hospitality. We we don't ever want to invite someone into our home and then, you know, let them kind of run around and not know where the bathroom is or not know what's, you know, what's proper or, or anything like that. Like we really do want to speak to, uh, giving them a chance to say, yeah, I feel welcome here. I feel yeah. comfortable. Yeah. I'm so glad that I'm here. Yeah. yeah. One of the things came down just as you're saying that, and I've heard this said of many of the great men and women that have walked the face of the earth, the John Paul II's, the Mother Teresa's. There seems to be a consistent disposition that they have that is often um, spoken to and testified of from people who have actually got to meet them, which is this idea that when you're talking with them, it's like you were the only person in the world. You felt that level of care and attention and empathy and understanding to the point where they would have to be kind of whisked away by their handlers to, to whatever else they're going to, right? And on an individual level, that's kind of the culture that we're trying to create. You know, this hospitality, the, the core of that is for people to experience that they're being delighted in that they're being made room for, that they're being welcomed, that they are the most important person. You know, this is really the essence of what we're trying to create, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to another podcast, I think it was yesterday, and one of the hosts was speaking about how when someone enters the room, they change the sort of the environment, the social environment, like right. For good or for bad or for whatever, and he, and he used the term social, emotional, spiritual tinder, which uh -huh. means you're going to walk into a room and you're going to either exude joy or, you know, if you're going to be, you know, the, the grumpy pants or whatever it is, you yeah. walk into the room, you know, you change the climate of that room. And so when we find ourselves, hopefully outside of this pandemic, when we find ourselves gathering again, and in some places, I think we have some Catholic communities and yeah. uh, uh communities and proclaim that are going to be able to gather in a small space, um, socially distance, all that other stuff. Um, I think w we have to be aware that we can be a particular Tinder in the room. Mm. Like how are we going to change the environment just by our very presence? Yeah. Like if I sit down and there's eight people in the room and I don't know any of their names and I choose not to introduce myself or yeah. whatever it might be, or if I, you know, if I bullet right across everyone, ignore people and just go to the person that I'm comfortable with, like how does that influence the rest of the group? Yeah. And I think that's cultural influence yeah. when the behavior becomes, you know, the things that we see around us and the, uh, the Tinder that we begin to kind of put into flame. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. There's a, a, a phrase that says, um, how does it go? People will remember, or sorry, people will forget what you said, but they will rarely forget how you made them feel. And that's kind of that, that idea that you're walking into a room or however you create this dynamic. Like, what is it that you're bringing? Are you bringing a sense of warmth and invitation and all those things? So, yeah, vital. Mm-hmm. There will be some of our Proclaim listeners that are going to start doing Alpha and Discovery online. Yeah. And they're going to sit into, you know, they're going to get into their Zoom room or conference call or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I'm really sensitive to this, but like the silence at the beginning of the meeting when nothing is happening yeah. is a little bit uncomfortable. Um, if like if I'm not hosting and someone else is or if I'm not sure how I should behave in that moment, 
um, that could be a little bit unsettling. Yeah. And, and I think those first few moments uh, can be a moment where a host or a helper or someone could extend some hospitality. Yeah. Yeah. A word of welcome, yeah. a, you know, an acknowledgement of the awkwardness yeah. or whatever it might be. Like, you know, you could say, we don't know everyone here in the room. Um, yeah. It's okay if you don't know how to mute your mic <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, or if you don't know how to, you know, set up your camera or anything. We're just so glad that yeah. you're here, that you've chosen to take, take a risk or take a step in uh, exploring questions and having a conversation like like that I think is is one way of extending some radical hospitality in our pandemic reality that yeah. we're going to be online no absolutely and taking the initiative without being you know bossy or domineering whatever is just so important you know especially in a in that awkward moment or whatever to to you know and and taking the initiative can be as something as simple as a smile being the first to smile, being the first to say, hello, being the first to say, my name is, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Or where, where are you about? You know, it doesn't take a lot, but if your heart is animated by love and hospitality, uh, creativity can be quite amazing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make a shout out to a um, mutual friend of ours, Ed Zaddix mm. uh, from Alpha Canada. And I've been on a variety of different Zoom calls with him. And without fail, he finds a way to find me in the call. Oh, uh, so we could be on a webinar of five or 10. Of course, it's easy. You can see my name and my face. And of course, he'll send me a message. You know, you can do like the private chat. Uh, but we've been on webinars where there's hundreds. Yeah. And without fail, I'll look down at my little chat bar and there's <laughs> there Ed. It is. Good yeah. to see you, brother. Yeah. That to me is uh, an extension of radical hospitality. Yeah. 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 He lives the, the alpha mantra of culture of invitation very well. Yeah, he's always looking for that way to connect, and it just yeah animates him big time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I wasn't sure if we were going to get uh, time to talk about strategy, and perhaps like let's kind of stick with this culture of hospitality piece sure. and go into the strategy of creating hospitality or yeah. the strategy of creating uh, a desired culture, if you will, because. Uh, you know, we've we've heard before that, you know, strategy or culture eats strategy for breakfast and how uh, some of our listeners could think of a variety of different strategies that they've tried and have fallen short. Yeah. So when it comes to strategy in relation to culture, and let's just stick with the topic of hospitality, like how, where can we move? Yeah. In terms of strategies? Yeah. Um, I guess the first thing is it has to be uh, I, I just love the phrase of authentic curiosity. You know, it, if you want to change things in a small way, change your behavior. If you want to change things in a big way, change the way people think. And so this idea that everybody that comes into our spaces, into our homes, into our churches, into our alpha groups, into whatever, they have an eternal destiny. They were created in God's eyes as a masterpiece. You know, they have amazing stories to tell. If we have that mindset with everybody that comes into our spaces, I think we're automatically going to be more open to them and authentically curious. And that will then animate all the right things. That'll animate your smile. That'll animate, how are you? Where are you coming from? Like in almost like a, 
modest, <laughs> controlled, eager anticipation of exploring this majesty before me. I think that changing the way that we think about the people, like the people that are in our alpha groups, you show up there, you're in your small group. These are not people that are a problem. They're not like, oh, how am I going to navigate this conversation? These are five or six uniquely created human beings that I have the privilege of getting to know. You know, and to have that mindset, I think, is the definitely the first thing. Mm -hmm. How about you? Well, I think that's very proclaim related in that we want to invite individuals to recognize their personal call to mission and their personal responsibility and privilege Mm -hmm. of of being part of the change that we want to see in proclaiming Jesus with others. And so when we look at a strategy to help people see the, you know, see something from a different lens to change the way they think to consider behavior, that's so different from putting uh, strategy on paper that outlines yeah. this program and then this program is going to follow it and oh we're not going to you know bump into advent and okay let's right. you know let's shift to this and 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 that's more of i think uh, some of our lived experience of how we might have done ministry in the past and uh and what we're saying here in proclaim is let's let's try to form people yeah. to think in a particular way yeah. so that we can attend to the lost and the people who are asking questions and then let's help the behaviors of real radical hospitality, which includes invitation, inquiry, curiosity, conversations, welcoming, uh, that can help individuals in the way that they interact with others. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing else to say. I think that's great. Let's wrap <laughs> it up right there. That's a quick hitter for us on our podcast. And I think as, as you walk away... Uh, listening to this. I hope that you've been encouraged and are thinking now of how you can reframe the way you approach your alpha or your faith study or your evangelistic efforts so as to uh, model radical hospitality for the people that you get to, to reach out to. So, Amen. Yeah, let's close it there. Thanks, Eric.